right, so I guess let's get to it. Let's get to the overall thoughts of the film. Uh, we can, we'll go around. Jason started off. What did you think of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Because we got a divisive MCU film on mm. our hands, so. Man, and I'm surprised it's so divisive. What with the, uh, you know, no homosexuals kissing or, you know, uh, no no people of color getting prominence. I mean, usually that's what makes these things divisive, right? Uh, but I know I like this. I like this a lot. Come on, guys. Kang. Kang. What do I have to say more than Kang? He was awesome. Um, I, I've actually been dipping into Lovecraft Country because of the actor. Mm-hmm. Which is not great. It's it's. I, I wish it was better, but it's there's some great, there's some really good stuff going on. That actor is fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed this. It was not like your other Ant Man movies. It it feels more like uh, a prestige Marvel movie where like you know where we're going to the quantum realm. We're we're kicking new things off. Going into the quantum realm right now. Rick is in the quantum realm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you know, but I. You know, I really enjoyed this. Like overall, I have some some you know I have some gripes that we'll get into later. But if I'm talking overall, I think this was a really fun movie. I don't get why people are trashing it. Um, if they expected fucking Shakespeare in our Paul Rudd Ant Man movie, that's kind of on them. Um, but like this gave me what I wanted. This gave me Ant Man. This gave me the Quantum Realm. This gave me Kang. And let me just point out, like, and I always forget what's the, what's the dude who plays Kang. I always forget his name because my memory. Jonathan is Majors. Thank you, Jonathan Majors brings such nuance to this, like, B-list over-the-top comic book supervillain. Like, just the nuance of the beginning when he's like actually in the quantum realm and he saves Michelle Pfeiffer and he's scared. He's I buy that. Um, the fact that he has this connection with Michelle Pfeiffer and kind of wants to help her, even though she's realized what he is like, it's not fake. And then when he gets her back and he has that moment, it's my favorite scene. He's like, you know, we never talked about what you saw. What did you see? Like this bothers him. The fact that he lost this relationship to the first person he met in the quantum realm, even though he subjugated and like completely took over the entire thing is bothering him. And I love the nuance of that in that performance. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I think this was a really, really fun movie, really good movie. I, I don't know why people are hating on it, but, you know, that's that's my two cents overall for it. Right. <clears throat> Tim? Uh, yeah, same. I don't I don't understand the hatred either. I had a real good time. By the way, Jason, your head is perfectly lined up with that, man. It's distracting. I know. But it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. I've been, that's why I've been doing this the whole time. I've been looking at it. Just <laughs> do the head snap and then have the mask come on and everything. Yeah, so it's, it's like distracting me a little bit, but it looks awesome. Um, no, I, wait, 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 Tim, before you go on, how good are we all with nobody cut him off to point that out that whole time? <laughs> I, I, I noticed it. I was just enjoying it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, he got to be Ant-Man. Oh, you're, you're, you're Ant-Man today. Um, no, I've I seen it twice. I, and I seen it with Ed again on Saturday. Um, I had a ball. I thought it was great. I was nervous, too, going in doing a whole movie in the Quantum Realm. Um, not my thing, really. But like you said, Kang, phenomenal. Fantastic. I, he is, I mean, I'm looking forward. To, when you're devoting an entire phase to one character like this i yep. I, I am looking forward to every variant that he's gonna we get to see of kang now it, it's gonna be exciting even the ones we saw at the end got me all excited i was like this oh, dude the- this dude is bringing 
the Kang variants to life. And then, you know, the one at the the, the second post credit. Plus, I went back and watched his end scene on Loki when he explains who he is and how. Oh, my God. It's, I'm, I'm just so looking forward to him coming up as the big villain in the next one. But I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was, you know, it was it top 10 Marvel movie. No, but it was fun. I had a good time watching it. And I don't, I don't, I don't know what people are looking for anymore, but I, I had a good time with it. I liked it. Zader? Kang, that's my review. That's yes. it. Yes. That's it. No, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that's it. Derek? Um, yeah, honestly, same thing. I wasn't as excited to see this movie for some reason. It wasn't one of the ones that, that I was like, I, I, you know, I need to be like, I don't know. I, I was, you know, the first theater first showing. But I even woke up that day. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. Fuck, it's Ant-Man Day today. Like, completely, you know, wasn't even. And I'm usually, like, counting down when these movies are coming out. Um, it wasn't that the trailer didn't look uh, good to me. But kind of like what Timmy said, the quantum realm, I'm like, what are we really going to do in there? You know, what what's going to happen? Um, and, again, uh, me as well. I didn't see reviews before going in and then i'm like oh it's probably gonna be you know uh not loved but liked and then i saw it was getting bashed and i'm like dude it was not that bad not at all um i feel like jonathan majors and michelle pfeiffer stole the fucking show janet she was great she was fantastic on that um and i feel like this was kind of like the most it was more star warsy than guardians I, I, I did feel like it, it reminded me a lot of Star Wars and um, uh, pretty much like there was nothing in this movie, honestly, that I was just like, oh, well, no, never mind. <laughs> there is something that I actually hated in this movie, which we'll get to in a bit. But uh, but, you know, I felt like Jonathan Majors just, you know, he was fucking epic. Uh, man showed up to work. He knew what he, he uh, what he signed up for. Um, the only glimpse we had gotten of him, obviously, was was in Loki, which was a variant of Kang. Mm-hmm. And seeing that and seeing him, what, what this variant did, um, he was just engaging, man. He was engaging. He was a threat. I felt like, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, he, was, uh, he wasn't that great. I'm like, dude, he was, if anything, if you have to give this movie any type of props, it's that this man showed up to work. Um, and again, I had fun with the characters. Um, I don't remember characters names all that well besides our main main heroes but i love the uh little red sponge whole thing uh that uh what's his name uh which i, I had no idea was him name. it's david Kurt. d yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah polka dot man so uh How so yeah I, I had no i saw him <laughs> in the credits and i'm like was it a deleted scene or so, or did I miss it? Because I'm like, obviously, you know, he's in the Ant-Man movies. And I'm like, how the hell? I'm like, did I miss that? Um, and then I find out it was him. And I'm like, oh, man, that was that was great. But I, I had a good time, man. It was, it was again, just like Tim said, was it top 10, top 5? No, but it was perfectly fine. And, and that's okay. Not every, not every Marvel movie is going to be a, a home run. It was perfectly fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Veb was the character that that he voiced. The, yeah, there you go. You know, oh, he's dr- great. Drink the he was great. That was great. Loved him. There was a lot of little little side characters, you know, and the yellow looking thing. 
that, yes, that is that, with uh, the uh, laser yeah. face. Yeah, thing. yeah, man, that was pretty cool. You know, kind of broke my heart at the end, and I was like, oh man. But I I had fun with the different characters that we had. One thing that I thought was genius, which we're gonna obviously start getting into more detail, but um, them drinking the uh, the ooze, yes, being yep. able to understand, I thought that was fantastic. I'm like, man, I wouldn't have never thought about. It. I'm like, how the hell are they gonna uh, are they gonna be able to talk to each other? And then when they did that, I'm like, bro, this is awesome. Well, that's what I told Jason after the movie. I was just like, you know something? I'm glad that they act. It's something you don't really need to address, but I'm glad, so happy they did address because you wonder. Yeah. Thanos showed up and knew how to speak English out of, out yeah. of nowhere, and you kind of just let it go. You're like, the movie has to happen. He I had the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet. The Infinity Fine. Gauntlet allows him to speak English. Exactly. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, but a cool oh, detail that they explained. Um, Rick, what do you got here? Um... Well, first off, English is the uh, international language of the galaxy. Yes, so, the inter all universal. Speak it. Yes, the universal language. All aliens speak it. Even E.T. He came to Earth, started speaking English. That's true. That's true, actually. So that's, that's a fair <laughs> Um, Kind of torn on this movie. I feel, really? I feel like I should be cheering along with you guys, but... Kang shoulder shrug. Kang is giving me like these serious Ultron vibes where he couldn't win a fight. Like he'd show up, talk all witty, and look all cool, and then lose a fight. And it's like happening over and over again. And that's something that I didn't realize until I rewatched the old Avengers movie. And I noticed Ultron did lose like every fight he was in. Uh, and I feel like Kang is doing the same thing. Like I would have rather him been like Thanos and just be in the background. You know, like if he's not going to show up and just whoop ass, just be in the background and say random stuff like, I guess I'll do it myself. You know, okay. um, that's just my thing. And um, I love Jonathan Majors. Um, when I watched um, Lovecraft Country, I was pissed it's only one season. Uh, again, it's not great, but I thought he did a great job. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the Watchmen. Oh no, yes. he's not in the Watchmen. I'm Watchmen. sorry. I just love that. You know, oh, I was Watchmen like, oh, I haven't seen that. After he's in one that? season. Loved it and they canceled after one season. Sorry, that just always comes up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, back to Ant Man. Ken could be more for me, or he could be less. I think he should just be less. Um, I did love uh, the Micronauts being introduced. Hopefully, my Micronauts number one, which is. Uh, and, uh, you know, nine out of 10 condition is worth something now. Um, I like the daddy daughter moments being a dad girl myself. I would have liked to have more of them. Um, but I think like they did the best with what they got, in my opinion. I don't think they have the biggest, best actors in the whole MCU in this franchise. Um, I don't think they have the biggest, baddest character in the whole MCU in this franchise. However, this franchise always puts out some of my favorite movies. Like I was ranking this against Thor's trilogy, like to see which one I like better. Um, He's got four though. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I was comparing series to series to see which one I like better because I think they're kind of comparable. I think it's a pretty fair uh, comparison. Um, but no, I really like the movie. Can't wait to watch it again. I want to see mm -hmm. it again in 3D. Um, but you know, I'm sure as we do a deeper and deeper dive, I'll be able to express, you know, the little things that I was like, uh, this could have been better. Like, can, can Kang win a fight? Can, you know, just little things like that. 
right. I, I enjoyed this movie. I don't think it's a top tier MCU film. Again, I'm not going to put it in the top 10 or anything like that, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. I had a great time watching it. I enjoyed the characters. I laughed throughout. It had the great uh, Ant-Man self-deprecating humor throughout it, which I had read previously that it was like, oh, uh, it's joyless. I'm like, no, I didn't get that at all. It, I actually had a good time through yeah. the whole thing. I thought that was nuts. Um, and I loved Kang. I thought Kang was phenomenal. I thought he was yeah. imposing. I thought he was terrifying. And I think Jonathan Majors yeah. commands the screen in every scene he's in. And especially like when we really first see him, when he shows up, when Scott and Cassie <laughs> are in prison and the way he throws Modoc against the wall and says, don't even speak when I'm in the same room. That hit home because I was like, wow, this dude is not fucking around. Like he's even yeah. telling his, you know, his hunter that he just created to don't even speak when I'm around. Dude, that was crazy. And and even 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 though the, the line was spoiled in the trailer, but I think that's such a hard line when he looks at him and he goes, oh, you're an adventure. He goes, I killed you before. Yeah, you know, um, I I really really I love that. Even when I first heard it, I'm like, man, that's that's badass. Obviously, there was some kind of humor after that with the the MCU usually does, you know, like yeah. a serious thing, and then and then you hit you hit humor right after where he's like, you don't want the hammer, and he goes, yeah, they mistake us all the time, which I thought was great. Yeah, I same body type. It, yeah, same body type and all that. So I thought that was great. But if you notice, um, this so. I, I'm. I don't know if you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys have done uh, your review of Love and Thunder. I don't like that movie. Okay. Um. I don't plan to watch that movie again. I. I really did not dig that movie whatsoever. Um. It's bottom tier. It's like bottom three, four for me. I really didn't like it. Okay. Um. Because I felt like the ideas were cool. Um. I felt. Uh. Uh. Bale was fantastic, but I felt it was joke, 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 joke. It was too much. Um. I felt like this movie could have had that because being Paul Rudd is, is a comedian actor. Um, and they didn't do that, especially when it was the Kang scenes. When Kang was around, besides that one line that he did, um, it was all seriousness. Yeah. Um, there was barely any jokes around when he was around. And I like that because it makes him more of that threat. Like people knew who, like he was not to be fucked with. At least I felt that way. Like Thanos. Know? Like uh, Thanos. There's yeah. no real exactly. jokes in Thanos scenes either. Yeah, so I really, really like that they took that approach in an Ant-Man film, which is known for their comedy. Like, they have way more copy comedies in the first two than in this one, you know? So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's something that I loved uh, when you mentioned that scene alone with MODOK, that one of the things that I loved was when he says that to Ant-Man. I'm like, bro, this guy's not fucking around. No, not um, at all. <clears throat> yeah. but, I, but I think overall with this movie is like, to for me, this movie works really well as an entry into the MCU and as a sequel in the Ant Man franchise and yeah. kicking things off to phase five. I can understand some of the critiques of it as a standalone film because I kind of think critics have to critique it to. as a standalone film, yeah. right? Get as a standalone, do it properly. It's but it's so fucking hard to do that with the MCU, also, exactly. You but know, th like, that's they're point. all stories that they all connect. You know? Yeah, and that's my point. We're trying oh, to still think films into this, and you kind of got to know what you're going into. Now, as a standalone film, yeah, there's a lot of the backstory and character development of all these characters that we get prior, except for Janet Van Dyne, who we had mentioned Michelle Pfeiffer. 
she gets a lot of her exploration in this film, which is awesome that she gets front and center. And I loved her in this. Loved her. No, me too. And we get King. Like, it's focused on the two of them. But everyone else, you know what's going on about them leading up into this. And they developed them a little bit. But they're not the focal point, which is fine for me. But I can understand, again, like, what you're critiquing. But you also need to, as a critic, need to know what you're walking into at this point. There is a streamline of a story that's going on here. And you can't ignore all of that. Someone jumping into Quantumania and never seeing anything... I, I think they would probably struggle with this film. But so, it shouldn't be. Well, yes and no. Let me tell you. Well, if you go completely blind, then yeah. But my brother, my brother that I, I mentioned that I had taken him. Okay. He had not seen Love and Thunder. He had not seen Shang-Chi. He had not seen... He says the last movie he saw was Endgame. Okay. Um, that he he had, you completely missed all of Phase 4. Um, he hadn't seen Doctor Strange. He had, Like, he hadn't seen anything. He said the only one in Phase 4 that he saw was uh, No Way Home. Because okay. obviously there's no way home. Yeah. Um, and he walked out and he was like, I'm like, did you did you understand? He's like, Yeah. He's like, I understood everything. He's like, I, I don't I don't feel like you need to watch the other ones to connect to this one. But did and you see I the other Ant-Man? He's he seen Ant-Man. Yeah, okay. he's seen, right, he seen, right, uh, he seen he's seen <laughs> the Ant-Man films. Okay. Um, but he but he he also liked it. He told me he go because he went online and he goes, dude, this movie's getting bashed. And I thought it was pretty good. And I was like, I was like, Yeah, well, these critics, man, you know how it is. Yeah, and then, um, but yeah, um, that's why I feel like if you're you're familiar with the characters, you you know, you just obviously have to know, get a an idea. And they mentioned the quantum realm in every single Ant Man film, so you kind of know where you're going. Other yeah. than that, you don't, you know, it's good. I thought well, it was a good intro to uh, real intro to Kang. Yeah, well, what I meant is if you don't, if you haven't seen the other Ant Man films or any, oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Phase Four. No, you can you could have skipped Phase Four. Loki would have given you some better background to Kang, but it wasn't absolutely necessary. Luckily, he saw he saw Loki with me oh, when it aired, right. so <laughs> that, he, he that was another thing that helped. Obviously, so yeah. he was pretty excited to see who Kang was. So yeah. Okay, Rick, I'm sorry, you had something. I was gonna say I took a really different approach to this film um, when I went to go see it. Uh, I was like, let's. I'm gonna act with this movie, like this is the first ever MCU film. So that's the frame of mind that I went into it with because everybody hated the last phase, right? So I was like, let's see if everything, everybody complained about the last phase, let's see what this new phase does about it. And I walked in and I was like, I'm gonna treat this like this is a brand new first MCU film. And honestly, in the first five minutes of the movie, I got that he was Ant-Man. I got that he was a mislabeled celebrity because everybody kept calling him Spider-Man. I got that Miles Morales lives in his universe when he gave him five and he's sitting on the chair. Um, You know, like in the first five minutes, I literally got all the rundown I needed. He sees his daughter. You understand that there's been a gap in their relationship. All this stuff happens. You even get a background for Kang. He came from another universe and he landed here and he's dangerous. Like, People saying that you need to watch everything in order to enjoy a movie. Like, if you just pay attention to this movie, like, it, you don't need to actually have seen everything. They're amplifiers. You know, to me, they're amplifiers. But I feel like a lot of things in this film, like, if I can sit down and watch a Netflix movie with no background, I can sit down and watch this Ant-Man movie with no background and enjoy the whole film. That, that was my big take from it. 
because I knew there was going to be a ton of, you know, identity issues with this film and people having a bad taste in their mouth in the last phase. Um, if you can sit down and enjoy a Netflix movie and hand wave a lot, you can sit down and enjoy this movie. Well, I, I'm just saying it again. I think that the character development was some, one of the knocks I've seen in some of it. And that's what I, again, if you, they were kind of built up in other films. I'm not saying they don't address any of it. They do. But you would get more out of it. That's where I think we're at with a lot of VMCU. But you're right. Phase 4 has not much of a connection to this outside of Loki. And that's fine. Not every single movie has to be super interconnected. Just the characters that are there. They're, they're through line throughout the films is what I was kind of like harping on with that. Um, mm -hmm. And I guess any kind of issues that we've had with it? I mean, specifically... I, 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 I knew that's what you Modoc. were referencing. I knew that's what you were <laughs> referencing. I fucking hated Modoc, bro. I was like, what the fuck is this? They could have cut him out the fucking film for me. You know, I, I think the idea of Modoc was great. The fact that they got Darren Cross, uh, took him in the quantum realm, all that shit was cool. Um, I thought he looked like shit compared to the rest of the film because I felt like the CGI in the movie overall looked really good. Until his face comes on or on, off. I don't know. I, I, it's um, revealed. It's revealed. That's yeah. The reveal, the face, the shred. It just looks shitty, man. And Gator, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to, I'm going to, because I talked to you about this, Ed. And I'm, I'm going to take it one, one thing farther. His face looked okay in profile. Whenever you yeah. had like depth, it looked okay. But every time it was straight on, in it reminded face? me of like a flat screen, like nineties. Yeah, like, like I was looking like, at you like know how, you know how those those you know those <laughs> yes exactly what I thought about because I've been playing Golden Eyes since they re released it, and I'm like, this looks like a Nintendo sixty four character, man. It looks so shitty. And it was honestly, yeah, it was that. It was right when it was in your face. It looked, you know, when the the fit to screen option on your tv when when you don't when you have it like my grandma didn't like you know my grandma didn't like the widescreen so she goes fit the screen it's like that that's what it looked like to me it just looks so crappy and even the character itself like like didn't do it for me man whatsoever it started off pretty good i'm like oh shit that's pretty interesting um i had an idea that he was in it i heard the rumors i had no like it was no it wasn't stamped until obviously i saw i'm like i wasn't surprised by when the real reveal came out i was like oh shit people were right all right cool um and uh but just as it progressed i was like get this guy out of the screen please i was having such a good time and every time he would pop up i'm like Ugh. <laughs> so that was yeah that was my my like my gripe with the film was that um, and then I had a little small gripe towards the end when uh, Michael Douglas comes and saves the day with all the ants and they kind of just take Kang away. I thought, it, I honestly thought that was it and we were going to see him again. I was super pissed off. I'm like, if this is the way Kang goes out, this movie is a piece of shit. I fucking hate it. Uh, but then he comes back and obviously, you know, we have our, our, our final fight or whatnot. So, but I, I kind of, you know, kind of saying what, what Rick has been saying, um, he did. He he was like he kind of brought it more into light, Rick, right now when he was like, dude, he loses every fight, and he kind of did. Like there was mm -hmm. no never a moment that they were really, really, really threatened. Um, to the point where like, how are they gonna get out of this? Which I thought was gonna happen a lot. I actually thought this movie was gonna end on a big cliffhanger with something really bad happening. Um, and it kind of ended in a lighter note. Even him joking about it, like, did I take care of this guy? Did I not take care of this guy? Oh, we'll figure it out later. 
we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> Figure that but the next I, movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I thought, honestly, this movie was going to end on some crazy, like, cliffhanger. And I know we're just starting the phase and we're going to be seeing a lot of Kang throughout and a lot of variants and whatnot. But I thought this was going to be one that was going to be like, oh, shit, where are we going next? Like, what's going to happen now? You know? But, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I will say that it, it, I, I'm on the exact opposite end of the spectrum for Modoc. Yeah, no, I have some friends no, no, that no. love them, man. I yeah. loved, I, I will, I'll say this. I loved Modoc in this movie. I thought he was funny. I thought that's why he's there. He's always been this, Jason and I talk about this. Yeah. Off the side. He's a completely weird and goofy character who we never thought yeah. we'd have seen in a million years. Yeah. But yeah. I also think he looked like that on purpose. I'm not going to lie. I Because that's kind of how he looks in all the iterations of this bizarre, yeah. weird, flat face that doesn't fit. And I kind of think that they were going with that. And I don't know. It, it didn't take me out of anything. And his whole thing of his whole weird storyline and not being wanting to, like he wouldn't answer Scott when he called him Darren. And he was like, only would answer to Modoc. <laughs> that part, that that part did make me laugh. That was good. I thought that was funny, yeah, and I thought the whole thing funny. with Cassie telling him not to be a dick. I don't know. Yeah. And then telling Scott at the end, we were always brothers, and all this. Other, I don't know. I just thought he was this weird, That's quirky why, no, character. See, I was like, what? Like, but he was yeah, being an asshole. He was just like, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I it worked for me. It worked, but I can see where it wouldn't work for some people. I don't like totally. I'm oblivious to it. But I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of dug it. I thought it was. I'd, it's it's Modoc. He's weird. <laughs> He's just weird, dude. Like, watch the Hulu series of anyone who didn't see it. That no, yeah, Robot I saw it. I saw it. It's, fucking, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's no, you see, but that that I like. I don't know. I guess it works. Yeah, it works in a yeah. comic, in a cartoon, uh, live action. I was honestly, that's another thing. I wasn't really expecting to see Modoc in 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 live action anytime soon. Mm. Obviously, we knew it was coming. They he released them in the in the trailer. Yeah. But I was like, oh shit, Modoc's gonna be here. I wonder how they're gonna I even said I'm like, I wonder how they're gonna interpret it because he is a weird character. But it just didn't no, work. Think, me, I'm with Ed on this one. When you uh yeah. Eddie forced me to watch the Modoc TV show, and I thought <laughs> it was the stupidest thing ever. I thought Hit Monkey was the stupidest thing ever. And then oh, I watched both of them in like a one Saturday afternoon and really enjoyed it. So <laughs> Pat Oswald was great, so man. Pat coming was into this great. movie, yeah. I was pretty excited to see him in live action. And he was just as fucking silly in Star Wars as he can possibly be and fit right in with the movie. Like, I enjoyed the character. When he had to be threatening, he was threatening. When he had to be funny, he was funny. And I'm with that. I think the silly graphics, like, that's what he looks like. You know? Yeah, I, I, he's I, just weird. I definitely noticed the, the silly graphics, but yeah. yeah. So I have a question. Did any of you guys play the Avengers game for ps4 because the villain of that is modok and it's a modok origin story and they actually handle modok in a way that doesn't make him just weird and goofy which i, Should I keep playing it because i gave up <laughs> uh, i mean story-wise yes but gameplay it doesn't get any better but the, but the, right. the payoff of the story is good i'm having that same issue with gotham knights i can't get through gotham knights because oh, I, it's, I just it's... bought it it's that bad. I just bought it for like 50, 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's one of it's one of the few that I actually have. Uh, oh shit, I have it on <laughs> right here. Uh, I start. It's not that it's that bad. It you'll see if you played Arkham and you jump to this, or um, or if you're playing like something like God of War and you jump to this, 
you'll notice how clunky it is. Okay. And it, it bothered me. So that's Good all it know. is. Yeah. All right, Tim, hey. you're the tiebreaker. Tim, Tim, what did you think of Modoc? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind him at all. I didn't. Um, because it's, 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 it's a fucking goofy ass character. I'm I shot. I don't want to see him. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see him in another movie. So I, I kind of like this one-off, goofy little bastard that he was. I thought he was very entertaining because I thought Darren, you know, Darren Cross was a dick, and he was mm-hmm. he, he 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 was such a dick. He was annoying at times. This kind of lightened him up a bit. I love the line with you know at least you know we're brothers and at least I'm dying an Avenger. I thought that was a fucking great line. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone's like, what do you mean you're dying an Avenger? <laughs> they're kind of like, just go along with it. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. Just yeah. Scott's like, die. you're on the team, He's buddy. Like, yeah, Ant-Man's like, you're in. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, as he, me and Ed were talking about it too, I think, and JD, you said the CGI was great. I, I think it was made to look wonky. Like, I mean, it looked good, but I mean, it was made to look odd. It was made to look a little weird. Just like the little pink fucking guy when he's running all that yeah. stuff yeah I, I think it was made to look a certain way just so you know all right this is the quantum realm you know what you're getting into there's some weird shit down there it's all good and Modoc fit perfectly into that whole scenario so I, I i like him i thought he was cool do i want to see him again no don't have to or you're not don't going to. to yeah I don't no know. he's done that's it the, the villain he's in she hulk season two yeah, no, I'm good. For, for, for a one-off for that kind of character, I'm good, and I, and I did. I liked him. He was all right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, thought I was going to be in the majority. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought we were. I thought everyone was going to be with me. Nope, not one. <laughs> no, no, well, my own personal critiques of the film, like I, I shared earlier, was just kind of like if you're judging it as a standalone, if, if for an entry into the MCU, I didn't really have too many gripes. I. I I don't he was it yeah. to be honest with you he yeah. was it and then the 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 ants mm. taking him away but again it was quickly recovered when he did you know some when they somewhat did fight at the end but well, not someone they did fight at the end but um that, those were my only two i'm like i don't understand why people don't like that i thought bill murray's uh bill murray did his job you know yeah. i really mentioned him bill murray yeah. was great in it you know in and out did what he had to do uh he was bill murray um I felt like I did feel like hope was kind of pushed to the side being it called Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum quantum mania. I felt like she was put really put to the side. Um, but that's pretty much it. To be honest with you, Michael Douglas was fine in it, you know, as, as Hank, as he usually is again, another, we didn't see, we, I, I feel like it was, it was more uh, a focus on obviously our two main characters, which was Kang and, and, uh, and Scott. Yeah, and, and you know. Janet would probably be the other one I was thrown into. And Janet, character. yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Janet, um, obviously, yeah. But I agree with you about about Hope getting kind of pushed to the side for most of the film until the ending. And I, I think I said this, is that when she comes back, because out of between her and Scott, she's better with her hands than Scott. I've, Scott's gotten better, but she trained him. He come When they yeah. fought Kang hand-to-hand, like, I was like, all right, cool. She's the one who's going to go ahead and start whooping ass, and she did when she gets her her opportunities to, um, yeah, to to display that. And by the way, Kang also beats the crap out of Scott in that fight. That there, which rightfully yeah. so, he beats Kang, the piss out of him, breaks his helmet yeah. by stomping it, which was yeah. so yeah. badass. I thought, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it I, took I a like lot that, to take like Kang down. I, I like that fight at the end. That yeah. fight was dope as fuck at the end. 
And um, I'm going to bring in Alex's comment over here because I was I wanted to follow up on this. Uh, the scene where Scott started to doubt himself at the end mm -hmm. by defeating Kang. I, that's kind of how I took it, Alex. I'm with you mm -hmm. on this. I took it as a haunting yeah. thing because, number one, we've never seen that in the MCU. Usually, you know, the hero gets to do what they got to do and that's it. But this dude's like, you know, having a happy, funny ending. And that's just like, oh, wait, but he's dead, right? Like, maybe? Right. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Did, did I do worse that's by... Not... By killing him because he said, like, killed him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a Doctor Strange ending. It that is. One, yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it is. You're absolutely right. Yeah, but we, even in the. Go ahead, my bad. No, I was gonna say because we know where we, I mean, we know where this is all end. You know, going ahead and he's setting him up as eventually. Yeah. yeah, eventually. But we also don't really know if this Kang is even dead. For sure. That's so. That's where I was going to actually mention right now. So this is the thing. I took it. I guess we're going to jump into uh, jump all mid credit. Yeah. yeah, we're going to do mid credits now because for me, when he got you know sapped into whatever he did at the end, I was like, and he and 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 uh, Scott starts doubting himself. I'm like, there's no way that you know because everybody's like, oh, he he's dead. He's a different variant. As you go into the post credit, they're saying the exiled one is gone. Right. But mm -hmm. in my opinion, they exiled him because he's the bad one, like the really, really bad one. That is the one that they had to get rid of this guy. Yeah. That was That's how I interpret it as he's going to come back and it's going to be the same variant that fought Scott and Hope at the end. Um, I think he's not, I don't think he's dead, but a bunch of my friends are like, no, dude, the reason why the post-credit scene exists is because this guy's now dead. I didn't take it that way. I took it as he's he's dead to them, but he's not. He's actually going to come back and be a bigger motherfucker now. Yeah, because the, in the mid-credits scene, we get Ramatut and we get uh, yeah. Immortus. <coughs> because, you know, he who remains was the one that we had seen in, in Loki. But now we're getting exactly. these these other dudes, and it is... And we see them all jumping around, by the way, at the end, and like there's other kings that They're look like so the happy. They're, They're so, so happy. happy to be in the Council of Kang. The Council of <laughs> Kang, kind of like the Council of Wells that we saw in like, the Flash. That's exactly what I thought, the Council of Wells. It's the Council of Kang, except there are millions of them in the same arena, cheering each other. God, gentlemen, that's my dream, to wake up in a universe <laughs> where there are a million me cheering me on. In the, <laughs> the Council of Jasons. <laughs> the Council of Fish Dicks. That's <laughs> funny, it's funny. Um... Yeah, I mean, there's also a chance, but in Kang Dynasty, dude, the Avengers might be fighting many Kangs at the same yeah, time. It might just be one at a time. I mean, which is kind of what what Rick was saying with Ultron yeah. and Kang, like the 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 correlation there. There's a bunch of Ultrons. It could be a bunch of Kangs. So I understand what like, yeah, yeah. It's it's an it's a pretty imposing thing, and then it, the post credit scene is pretty much you know the alley oop. You know, for for Loki uh, season was, two, that was my favorite. That was my favorite, man. I loved that. I loved Victor Timely. So yes, man. Is, I can. Is that a wait. comic book Kang variant, Victor Timely, or could that yes. possibly be our? Oh, that is okay. No, that is yeah. A it's a uh, Kang variant. Um, the name Timely from the original name of Marvel Comics. Oh, interesting. Nice job, Rick. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> Kang's like the most retconned character ever, so good luck guessing whatever the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck guessing what the next phase of his uh, journey will be. I've like... 
spent hours on it, and I was like, this could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever the hell they want it to be. Yeah. But did did anyone except for me? I see. I kind of thought that maybe this Kang was actually the good one, and he really was the one that was keeping the rest of them in check. Again, his motivation to get out while seemed evil could have been actually for the best intentions because now he's like well good luck you got rid of me and now you're in all in deep shit because now the, the other three million of me are on their way and you're all screwed i kind of saw i kind of saw it that way a little bit whether i'm right or wrong i have no idea that's what no, he that's said. a good possibility he that's actually that. that's actually a dope take yeah. i never even thought about that that's actually a pretty cool take I was just thinking, but he said he might have been so desperate to get out because he's the only one that can stop the other fucking three million of them. That's why they got rid of him. And now they got rid of him. Look how happy they were at the end. Jumping around like a bunch of morons. Yeah. So we've met two Kangs, and they're both saying similar things, though. Like, he who remains is pretty much saying, if you kill me, you're going to unleash all my variants, and they're all going to show up. And now this Kang kind of said sort of the same thing. Like, dude, I got to get out of here because I need to, like, you know, stop this shit. Otherwise, the world is going to end and it's going to be all over. And he gets stopped also. So, which one's telling the truth? Are they all both full of shit? Or are, they, or are they all telling the truth? Right. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're all telling their own truth. Yeah. Okay. But he, you know, either this Kang was so bad that they had to get team up and get rid of him, or he was the one trying to stop them. I, I think it's a good, you know, yeah, what, yeah. If, what if kind of holy shit, what kind of scenario are we, are we dealing with here, which we won't find out probably until fucking 2026, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're going to, whenever they're going to decide, because I know they didn't say when they're dropping Loki season two. I know it's this year. We don't know if it's during yeah. the summer. My guess is during the summer, because now that we have a gap between Guardians 3 and the Marvels, like there's a long gap in that. And so I'm guessing they're going to pepper in some of these, you know, the two shows that are dropping this year. Um, we should be seeing a lot of, are we going to see multiple Kings in that? Are we going to see one throughout that season? Is it just Victor Timely? That they'll be chasing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing out any possibilities because we know we're going to see a lot uh, more of this dude. That show can go anywhere. That's the beauty of Loki. And if you watch that first season, it can go anywhere and it will because that's what it did the first season. So, yeah. I wonder how much majors are making for this. You forget all the movies, all the TV shows. He's he's doing a lot of work. I got to imagine it's a full load. $30 billion, but it's all said and done, probably. 30, 30 different cost, <laughs> costume changes and makeup, and I, I, he got to make a good bank this year. And um, talking, talking about makeup and costumes and stuff, I want to point out how awesome it was, because if anyone knows comic book Kang, he's got that, like, mask, and it shows, like, the lines down his face. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this Kang, it was scars on his face that was illuminated by the mask, I don't... Yeah. That, there was just something fire. I don't know. It was a great no, choice. His suit, was everything awesome. about it was great. His costume design was amazing. Yeah, they nailed it. True. Yeah. Um, and and I think Rick, maybe you had pointed out, this does feel like the somewhat Star Wars entry into the MCU, which I'm fine with. I don't see that as a knock because part of the thing that Jason and I usually always praise the MCU for is that we get something different every time out. You know, like we get a different style of movie gotten a heist movie we've gotten this uh, 70s political spy thriller with winter soldier and now we've gotten i guess our star wars ish entry into this. well te- technically it would have been guardians right yeah but space opera but it was a safe space opera exactly and i felt like this was 
I don't know. I felt again this was more more Star Warsy than than freaking yeah. Because uh, yeah. even even um, it felt like the cantina. Uh, I don't know why I'm having <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Seen this? Yes, dude. Exactly. I, I even I, I told my girl I'm like my girl is the one that called me. She goes, "There's a freaking cantina in this movie." I'm like, right? I'm like, wasn't that wild? So yeah. Dude, and when that, I was oh, go ahead, Jason. No, that broccoli headed guy was in a Star Wars movie, right? Like we had broccoli. <laughs> 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 that was great. Uh, when I was watching uh, with how different this film was and the way everything played out at the end, um, for me, this brought me one step closer to Mojo being in the MCU. Yes. Oh, like yes. I could see like Mojo's whole like vibe being a lot like this film. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good point. So that, that's I like that. I started thinking about that. Hopefully, we'll get X Men at some point. And you know when Mojo comes to the MCU, I am running this episode. That episode, we're having guests. We're treating it like it is a hundredth episode because it's that special. Because Mojo is here, guys, and 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 just just so everyone knows, who those of us who haven't been with us since the beginning, I have been talking about Mojo since episode one of this series. That's true. There's a hundred times now we talked about Mojo. It's, it's been 100, I talked about Mojo. <laughs> Um, did you? I, I personally didn't think that there was a place in this story for them. But did you guys feel like a missing piece from Luis and Kurt and Dave being out of this film? I just didn't think where the hell would you fit them. Quickly, they weren't needed. But quick, quick little recap in the beginning would have been great, as we always want from Luis. Okay, you got me. But uh, it just it made no sense. The 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 how it plays out it just didn't make sense to really have them in there. It would have felt forced, right? Yeah, yeah. See, I I think the storytelling aspect would have felt forced. I don't think we needed that, but I think when we had that montage in the beginning, they could have been there. He very easily could have been visiting. Yeah, like you know, con whatever ex con security whatever it was, and they like I think they should have had a cameo like other people. I don't think they should have like there should have been a story or anything, but you know I did kind of miss them in that that aspect. We got Jimmy Woo, and I mean he was only in the the second one. Yeah, it was very very quick. Uh, oh, I loved there. that quick cameo from Jimmy Woo yeah. in this. That is showing the magic yeah. tricks again. They kind of just <laughs> yeah. and he was actually yeah. having lunch with Scott because yes. at the end of the last movie yeah. they they referenced that. So I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. You know the uh, the uh, coffee guy, the older man that tells him, uh, "Good luck, so oh, thank you, Spider Man." You know yeah. that was um, that was by mistake, originally. Really? So <laughs> my mom, yeah. So uh, they were interviewing. He's a Spanish actor, and they were interviewing him on like Univision or something like that. And he said that they he blurted that line completely by accident, and that the whole crew laughed so hard they're like, "We're keeping it." So they did different takes with it, but it was yeah, a little fun fact there. So when he goes, it was honest, and it was he said it was an honest mistake. I said Spider Man. Uh, he goes out of habit because he's such a popular character um, that they were cracking up, and then he looked, and then they're like, "It's Ant Man," and then everybody was laughing. He's like, "Oh, my mistake!" And then they, they uh, apparently, uh, Peyton Reed was like, "Just let's, let's go see. with it." That yeah. was excellent. What's, what's was great excellent. about that and, is that became a trailer line. That's what's great. Yeah, about exactly. That's what I mean. It was so good <laughs> that it was in the trailer. Exactly. So uh, my mom actually gave me that little fun fact. She was like, oh, you know, I was watching an interview with that man. I was like, oh, shit. That's funny as hell. Shout out. Shout out to so, Chandra's yeah. mom, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Contributing to the show. 
You know, the opportunity go. they missed by cutting those guys out was when they introduced the Micronauts, they could have let them have some personality. All right, you need to go ahead. Explain your Micronauts <laughs> thing and your Miles Morales thing that you're running That's who it is. That, who do you think they, the guy oh, okay. with the light bulb head was? Oh, no, 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 you heard me right, Tim. Don't worry, he'll get to it. The 70s Rando group. Anyway. Go ahead, Rick. Show you share with Tim your Miles Morales thing. <laughs> oh, am I the only one that noticed Miles Morales was in the beginning of the movie in game five? Not when he gives him the high five, that kid, yes, and nope, my. I He's not my, in San Francisco. My backup on it is that it was Peter Parker in Spider Man and uh, Iron Man Two. Yeah, that we know. Right. That, that, that so was proven. How is that not Miles Morales? Because it's San Francisco. And he he's, live there. he's American. He can travel the country. <laughs> he can travel the country. <laughs> You're right on that. By himself. By himself. <laughs> no, he thinks the prowler took him there. I for, said like, he a was there with his uncle, like Legoland or some shit. Bam! He's there with his uncle. Getting bit no. by a spider. I'm I'm disagreeing with you on that one. Rick, I think I, Peyton Reed I, 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 that was Miles In Morales. three years, we can go back and check the receipts on this episode and be like, holy shit. You were right. And Rick, if they retrofit Miles Morales into this movie in a couple of years, then absolute problem. I mean, like I mean Venom Venom's in San Francisco, made, man. Yeah, you know, I've made yeah. more random calls. It's true. This is true. <laughs> yeah, what what the hell is a micronaut, by the way? It's just a, a old Marvel comic book, like Rom or um, I don't know any of the ones that kind of sucked in the seventies or eighties. Yeah, they were like on. they look like like bugs and shit like that, right? If I'm not no, mistaken, no, no. they were like just like the know? guys that were running around with Ant Man in that in uh, that little universe. So so uh. basically, Rom would be in those packets you would buy as a kid from the right. store of comics. There would be Spider Man on one side and Rom would be on the other. <laughs> so they yeah. fucking sucker you in. Yep. That's what Rom is. Yes. But... And then <laughs> some of those Rom packages is. had Micronauts stuck in the middle. They would be the middle comic because they and, yeah, the, the middle comic. The middle comic like was always grew. the worst. Yes. What else sucks? Gru sucked. Uh, Silver Sable comic sucked. Yeah. Those packs were solid. <laughs> This, yeah. th- those packs are what makes bucks. up Rick's comic book collection. Just the middle of those packs. That's your comic book collection. <laughs> Jason, don't forget, I saw Rick's comic book collection when I packed I it up for him and shipped it to Florida. Did. So I-, I got to see some very interesting entries into that shit. I have Howard um, the Duck number one. That's, yeah, that's impressive. Hopefully, when they, uh, they'll redo that, that'll be worth something and at some his point. Pride, his pride and glory, the Nightcrawler miniseries. I also yep. solid. Like I, I don't yes. know, Rick. You, you and I have very similar tastes. Yeah, that one. Uh, the Dazzler miniseries. The X Men miniseries were great in the eighties. It was a lot of them. They were weird. I got the long shot one too in Mojo World. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have any? Is there any other points that maybe we missed or details we wanted? So, does anyone want to dive into with this movie? Yeah, I, I wanted to talk. To, my only gripes about this movie, I want to talk about where the end. Okay. Um, because I was like, you know me, buy the ticket, take the ride. They laid down very quickly what the rules are. They adhere to those rules. I'm good. Um, but I don't know. The end seems too easy. Like they, we got to open this thing up, and everyone's got to get through. But Scott's going to stay, and he's going to get his ass kicked by Kang. But he's got to just make sure that they both lose. 
But then Cassie's just going to open up that second door and everything's going to be fine. And and that that bugged me, man. Like they put so much well, that- like onus on being stuck in the quantum realm and like like when when uh, the wasp comes back and she helps him beat Kang and it's like we're going to be stuck in the quantum realm for 30 seconds. Cassie's got that second door open, no worries. That just bugged me. So Michael Douglas is like it? 85 years old. They could have let him go in this movie. Well, you wanted them to kill Hank Pym in this movie? Yes. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ. Bro. Is he really going to make it to the Jesus next Christ film? Jesus Christ is right. Damn it, man. Uh, Hopefully he does. the role or like Whew. do the no. computer graphics over his face. They Dude, Harrison let him go Ford is that. about to take over his freaking General Ross. I mean, come on now. Yeah, no. Well, that I, again, Jason, I'm kind of with you. I thought this movie was going to end in some crazy threat, like, holy shit moment, and we had it for two seconds. Yeah, where yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Ant-Man, I mean, uh, yeah, well, Ant-Man, Scott is going to be stuck in a quantum realm. How the hell are they going to get him out? And then shortly after, I was like, oh, yeah. Once the portal opened, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, Cassie can open it. Of course she can. Like, <laughs> right. I, I get that completely. And so, it, led me, it led me to this thing, too. Like, so... Cassie has no idea what's going on in the quantum realm. She very well could have opened that door to Kang killing her parents or her, you know, stepmother and father and walking out. Like she had no fucking idea. Like, I don't it just it was I don't know. That was the only part of the movie that I was like way too easy. Would it have yeah. worked better for you guys if the movie because I, I agree with Jader, I thought we were gonna end this on like an Empire Strikes Back type of thing. Yeah. Kind of very not as not as Crazy as Infinity is- War because Infinity War ended on the ultimate Empire Strikes Back story, yeah. which yeah. I think we all yeah, probably yeah. kind of assumed was going to happen. I felt it was going to end like on a yeah, a what the fuck moment. Would it have yeah. worked better if they would have got Scott and Hope out in like the post credit scene, maybe? If they dragged it out a little bit, or did you want? No, I would. I, I would have honestly. I would have preferred them doing it for the next film. Okay. Or 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 a mention later or, or something. Um, I honestly thought even when when um, when Cassie opened the portal and he was like getting, I thought he was gonna manage to get grab and get pulled into uh, into Earth or something like that. Oh, Kang would have been, you know, he would have escaped. Yeah, Kang. Like that. I thought, and then I thought, boom, cut to black, and you're like, oh shit, like he he's on Earth now, you know, okay, something. Cool. <laughs> I'm I'm 100 percent with Jader. Had had Kang gotten to Earth as well through that portal, I'd have been fine with it. Because it would have it would have maintained the stakes, like I like they it wouldn't have made it better for me if they drew drew it out to the post credit scene. It's yeah. either like give this moment stakes and play that through, or don't give this moment stakes. And and they try to have it both ways. Like this moment of stakes, everything can end. We could be stuck in the quantum realm. Look look at this battle. Aren't you on the edge of your seat? Yeah, it's over. We're gonna bring them back. It's yeah. fine. Everyone's good now. And, and I just I needed it to have stakes or not have stakes, but they tried both ways and it didn't work for me. Okay. Let's not miss also during the Council of Kangs. Did you notice that they were using the same way to beam in like uh, Reed Richards did? Yes. And uh, seeing a lot of that being thrown around because the question being is because in certain go back, go back. What did you say? The, in the Council of Kangs, the way that they were all like beaming in, that's the same way that oh, Reed Richards came yeah. in when uh, Doctor Strange met the Illuminati. Yeah. Bro, I didn't even fucking think about that shit. I thought it was yeah. like when I saw that, I was like, Ugh. fantastic. Yeah, oh, like, <laughs> that's what 
So in, in some of the in some of the iterations in the comics of of Kang, he is a descendant of Reed Richards. That that yeah. is a thing. So that's why I, yeah, a yeah. lot of people have thrown that out there of the well, teleportation being that, or is it just a coincidence? And then I the other think they're not coincidences. What was that? In the other iterations, he's a descendant of Doctor Doom. So yeah. he's Ooh. always Fantastic Four like related, whether he's Reed Richards descendant or Doctor Doom's. Mm-hmm. So are we thinking he's a descendant of Reed Richards? Do we think it's just technology that happens to be borrowed of some sort? We don't know who's actually playing Reed Richards in the MCU proper or whatever. So, I mean, it'd be a nice yeah, way to introduce him if he's chasing Kang from another multiverse. Okay. Actually, that would be cool and a cool way to introduce the Fantastic Four without the fucking no awesome origin story. Yep. Just... This who they, this is who they are, and they're this is what they're doing. That I would I would be yeah because they're doing they're doing they're doing uh, origin stories based like on the sixties I think right if I'm not mistaken that's what I've read that's been that, that's, that's, floating right. around yeah but there that's was also the around, right? belief he was that they were going to be stuck in the quantum realm so I don't know if that's going to be now this is pre this movie so we don't act yeah I yeah I don't think that's going to happen now yeah that's getting thrown <laughs> out the window so I mean whatever. Oh, um, they could always be stuck in the negative zone. I was gonna say, yes, because five hours was five years there. Mm-hmm. That's that's also true. Okay. Uh, Alex has another comment in here. Uh, I really wanted Scott to die in this, in this movie. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're killing Michael Douglas. We're killing Scott. Jesus, man. Tell what me is going on here? how much would you have been like Kang is a fucking badass? I mean, you're you Scott ready Michael, for his uh, next yeah. appearance. Instead, you're like. Dude, Ant-Man beat you in a fist fight. I mean, if you think about it, he beat... Didn't, though. You're being really unfair to Kang, Rick. Kang beat his ass in He beat Falcon in a fight, and he beat Kang in a fight. Kang... Kang busted up his... Falcon didn't know what the hell he was fighting at that time. He was what the hell is None of these people know. They're not the UFC. They don't get to watch tape. No, but, like, he didn't know shrinking technology even existed. And then, like, Falcon at that point? Come on. He's an Avenger. Kang busted Ant-Man's ass in this movie. He broke his fucking helmet. He would have killed him if it wasn't Hope for Hope Van Dyme. And you're saying that Kang wasn't a badass... When he finally goes out and says, oh, no, I'm going to put this rabble down on my own and single-handedly kills hundreds of people, that's not badass enough for you? What does it take for you, Rick? How many people have to die for you to be impressed? <laughs> half of you. Wow. I mean, characters have half to die. Oh, half the universe has to die. <laughs> Mike, just kill Michael Douglas. He would have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> really? Just one? Oh my God. <laughs> just, goosh. How about one main character? One named character? Didn't even have to be K. It could have been a heart attack. You want to kill Hank Pym and Scott Lang? Jesus! The that that flying sun monster came closer to killing Atman than Kang did. Oh my god! <laughs> god damn, dude! Wow, this is, this is got a, a real dark turn, man. I was not expecting this at all, man. Um, oh man! All right. Uh, Tim, you got yeah. any? Did you want anyone to die? Maybe I mean, maybe <laughs> Cassie died or something. I mean, should we have killed Hope or like who else? I was gonna say Cassie, but that's not something too dark, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is that where Hope is for? Well, actually, phase everybody four was I, littered the, with death, and now we don't. Kill one of the anybody. main, one phase of the main four, people that I hear people are getting movie. pissed. I'm hearing people. A lot of people are pissed off with the way uh, Cassie was. Like, there, she's one of the biggest negatives if you read reviews. That people aren't like. Well, she was she was annoying. She was a little bit of an annoying. She was, but it's just you know, 
I would be annoying too if, if I yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be annoying too. Teenager that has shrinking tits. Come on, yeah. yeah, I'd be I'd be a dick too exactly. if I could shrink myself down and, and pop up yeah. anywhere I want. I'd be a real asshole if I had that technology. Um, yeah. I kind of, well, I kind of see what Rick was saying. You know, if Michael Douglas would have sacrificed himself to to get the rest of them out, that would have been pretty cool. I mean, that yeah. would have been a good way to to go because how how many more does Michael Douglas have in him as far as uh, these movie goes? But I did think. That go this was going to end on a downer. I did think it was going to end on a downer, and I, yeah. I, I was kind of hoping it was going to end on a downer too. But you know what? Whatever. I, I still like. I still like the fact that Scott questioned everything in the last five minutes. Like, did I? Was that good? I don't know. Really? I don't. <laughs> yeah, did I? Yeah. So I, I kind of like that too. But I really thought as that was going on, I thought we were going to get a glimpse of a king. At the yeah, very like end, that's too, another thing too. that I thought. Like being the cook. Where I'm like, oh, like where is it? The I thought he was gonna be like, yeah, I thought he was gonna like serve him his food, <laughs> some shit, and then it didn't happen. And I was like, all right, post credit, something's gotta happen post credit. And I thought it was gonna be more with with. Uh, I thought the post the mid credit was gonna be with um, Scott involved and you know him figuring out he's not gone, but it wasn't that at all. Obviously, we we know he's not we gone, know, but Scott yeah. still doesn't know. Yeah. So I thought it was honestly, yeah, same thing. Downer, even with the trailer, when he says that line, like, uh, "We, uh, you don't, you, I don't have to win. We both gotta lose." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit, okay, it's gonna, something's gonna go down." And no, oh, didn't happen. Yeah. Well, from the trailers yeah. too. I mean, we were talking about it in a, one of the opening segments that with the Guardians trailers, everyone seems to think that Rocket's gonna bite it. That well, I've been saying Rocket's gonna bite it for like two years now. To be honest with you, I'm like he's the only one that has not died, dusted, or anything. He's the only one that survived it all. And James Gunn loves to kill and rip people's hearts out. I am a hundred percent saying that Rocket's gonna die. I think, but now they're making it too obvious on the trailers, where I'm like, probably not. But two years ago, a hundred percent, I would have said yes. So you're saying the MCU's the doing their the MCU's doing their they're thing, goodbye. Right? Well, they, they said that this is over. the goodbye for the Guardians, right? Yeah, yeah. I think this is they, they're not even going to be in the in the King Dynasty or or supposedly they, or supposedly not. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So it all depends on how this one ends. But um, I honestly, I don't know if you've seen those videos. Those uh, I don't know. They're I, I don't have TikTok. I, I get the TikTok videos like a week later um on instagram (laughs) but um i've seen that some guy mentioned that the first guardians logo had like it was like brown and and gold and that's when uh group dies and if you see uh, volume two it's blue and it's yondu that dies and then if you see this one it's brown again or some shit like or gold in this one so but i also said they're introducing adam warlock so maybe that's why we have gold around but uh um, yeah, have you noticed <laughs> one and done? Can you imagine that shit? <laughs> they just fucking kill they introduce him and kill him in the same film. That would suck, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta believe he's a character but, uh, setting off a long haul. I think so too. I think I, that's why I think like uh maybe maybe we maybe or maybe you know Bautista's been very vocal, but Bautista's the infinity very gauntlets vocal, already but, happened. Uh, I say rocket and drax go. I think Drax yeah. is biting Drax, it. I, I was saying Drax, Drax is Drax definitely is biting it too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we know Batista's gone. So Yeah. So what you're saying is Guardians Volume 3 is gonna one that's gonna end on the sad note. It's gonna have all note. the deaths that this movie didn't have. Yes. Yeah, trailers look depressing as shit. So yeah, I'm 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 going with Drax and, and Rocket in this one. 
Another joyless film from Marvel Studios. <laughs> <laughs> They've turned into the DCU after all. <laughs> they went too dark. 